Hi, this is Shubhang from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of September. The opposition continued to repeat its demand for a quota within a quota in the Women's Reservation Bill on Wednesday. The bill was tabled yesterday during the special session of Parliament. Opening the debate on behalf of the Congress in the Lok Sabha, Sonia Gandhi extended her support to the legislation, but she said a caste census should be conducted to ensure reservation for women from the scheduled castes, scheduled tribes and other backward classes. Meanwhile, Asaduddin Owaisi of the AIMIM called the bill exclusive and anti-Muslim women. The opposition is critical of certain clauses in the bill, according to which the quota will only be implemented after the delimitation exercise, which in turn will come after a census. Har Simrat Kaur Badal of the Shiromani Akali Dal highlighted the delay in enforcing the law, calling it a jumla. TMC MP Mahua Muetra also asked why the bill should wait for the government to count numbers and draw lines. DMK MP Kani Moe Karunanidhi asked what consensus was built and what discussions were held. She said the bill was shrouded in secrecy. NCP MP Supriya Shule sought a constitutional amendment for a quota for SC, ST and OBC within the bill. There is no sign of thaw in diplomatic tensions between India and Canada. India on Wednesday told its citizens to avoid travelling to parts of Canada shortly after the Canadian government's travel advisory asking its citizens to avoid going to Jammu and Kashmir. Bilateral ties have been strained after Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau accused the Indian government of being involved in the killing of Khalistani extremist Hardeep Singh Nijjar. Foreign Minister Melanie Jolie had subsequently announced the expulsion of Pawan Kumar Rai, a diplomat in the High Commission of India in Ottawa. In a statement today, the Ministry of External Affairs said, and I quote, In view of growing anti-India activities and politically condoned hate crimes and criminal violence in Canada, all Indian nationals there and those contemplating travel are urged to exercise utmost caution. Recently, threats have particularly targeted Indian diplomats and sections of the Indian community who oppose the anti-India agenda. Indian nationals are therefore advised to avoid travelling to regions and potential venues in Canada that have seen such incidents. Listeners, over 160 former students of the Vasant Valley School have written to India Today Group Chairman Arun Puri, who is the institute's owner asking him to clamp down on the hatred ad on his news channels. My colleague Tanishka Sodhi brings you all the details regarding this letter, the alums who wrote it, and what they cited as a dissonance between the values taught at the school and the content aired by the network. Read her report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Against the Values They Taught Us. Alums of school run by Arun Puri flag India Today complicity. The reason we are able to bring you stories like this is only because we are an independent news organization. We don't rely on any form of ads. Instead, we depend on the support of you, our subscribers. If you aren't one already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. A constitution bench has decided to hear a series of petitions challenging the validity of Section 6A of the Citizenship Act 1955. Led by Chief Justice of India, D.Y. Chandrachud, the hearings will begin on 17th of October. Section 6A is a special provision inserted into the 1955 Act in furtherance of a memorandum of settlement called the Assam Accord. 
It was signed by the Rajiv Gandhi government with the leaders of the Assam movement on the 15th of August 1985. The express purpose was to preserve and protect Assamese culture, heritage, linguistic and social identity. Under the provision, those who had entered the state between the 1st of Jan 1966 and the 25th of March 1971 would have all the rights and obligations of Indian citizens except they wouldn't be allowed to vote for the next 10 years. Petitions have challenged the discriminatory nature of Section 6A in granting citizenship to immigrants. The petitioners argued that the special provisions was in violation of Article 6 of the Constitution, which fixed the cut-off date for granting the citizenship to immigrants at 19th of July 1948. Kerala Health Minister Veena George has announced that there has been no new cases of the Nipah virus in the state. According to George. The state has tested over 323 people for the virus out of which only 6 tests have returned positive. Two of the 6 infected individuals have lost their lives while the others including a 9 year old child are undergoing treatment. Meanwhile in West Bengal a local who recently returned from Kerala has been hospitalized. He was earlier undergoing treatment in Kerala due to high fever. According to Mint a senior health department official has said that the West Bengal resident had recently returned from Kerala where several cases of Nipah virus infections have been reported and the doctors are keeping a close watch on him According to the Centers for Disease and Control Prevention the Nipah virus was first discovered in 1999 in Malaysia and Singapore resulting in nearly 100 deaths It had caused substantial economic impact as more than 1 million pigs were culled to help control the spread of the disease the virus can spread by fruit bats pigs and through human to human contact Turkish president Erdogan has again referred to Kashmir during his UN general assembly address he has said that another development that will pave the way for regional peace stability and prosperity in south asia will be the establishment of a just and lasting peace in kashmir through dialogues and cooperation between india and pakistan Erdogan has raked up the issue on multiple occasions. In 2020, he talked about Kashmir in a pre-recorded video statement to the UN general debate, and in 2021, he referred to the erstwhile state again during his address to world leaders at the UN General Assembly session. The Turkish president's remarks come after his meeting with Prime Minister Modi during the recently concluded G20 summit. Notably, the Turkish president has also expressed concerns about his country being left out of the India Middle East Europe economic corridor it was announced during the G20 meet erdogan has said there can't be a corridor between middle east and europe without turkey that's all the news we have for you today have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from see you tomorrow News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.